Welcome to This Girl Puts Out, where we talk to real people with real stories about real life stuff. I'm your host, Carmen Caretta. This particular episode is one in a series about achieving health through weight reduction and management. I talk to individuals sharing their personal stories, as well as experts who shed light on the good, the bad, and the ugly of losing weight. So many of us struggle with weight, body image, and confidence. Why not put it all out there so we can support each other and learn? If you've got a story to share, please visit me at thisgirlputsout.com. Welcome everyone to This Girl Puts Out. I'm your host, Carm. Thanks again for listening. And we are here today continuing on with our Your Body and Your Weight series. And every time I think I'm done with this series, I meet another wonderful expert in the business who also has a great story. Um, So clearly it's not time for me to wrap the series up yet. Um, Today, I'm going to introduce you to uh, Maria Violanti. And Maria is an online fitness and nutrition coach. We have lived in the same town our entire lives and have a lot of mutual connections and have never met, which I just can't believe. So we are finally meeting virtually today. And before we welcome Maria, I want to give you a quick, quick bio on her. So Maria believes that we have a real duty to take care of our bodies and that we are the only people who are responsible for that. Her goal is to help women sift through all of the misinformation that exists in the fitness and nutrition world and help women implement strategies that uh, move them closer to their current goals as well as lifetime goals. Fitness has always been a huge part of her life. She was a young athlete. She played soccer, softball, and basketball, and she enjoyed the personal improvement, competition, and social aspects of sports. She feels like she didn't achieve the best shape of her life, though, until after her second child at the age of 32. And she attributes this to two very important components, a structured weight training plan and proper nutrition. Maria coaches women now from all over the world, and she does this full time. I'm happy to be one of the first to broadcast it. Maria has has just left her full-time teaching job to commit to her business 100%. And I'm just so delighted for her because as female entrepreneurs, we all are struggling, caring, and balancing the part-time gig with the money gig. And it's always a struggle when to pull the trigger. So she just did it. So we're really lucky we get her to day and she is really trying to uh, help women all over the world become healthier, stronger, and more confident versions of themselves using improved fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits as the catalyst. Welcome, Maria V. Yeah, thank you. I'm so happy to be here, Carm. Thank you so much for inviting me to speak with you. It's really my pleasure. So honored. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here. And again, we are, we we're just extra excited that we get you this week. So, cause I <laughs> it's know. a big week in yes. my life. Yeah. feels so good. Yeah. The timing was perfect. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Well, we are going to jump right in. And if you could start, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So you hit the nail right on the head with like everything. So if you could sum me up in a nutshell, that was it. <laughs> um, I do feel like the only thing that 
that you missed was I've had a lot of life experience. Um, at 38, I've, I had an amazing childhood and sports. And, um, as you mentioned before, like we had, there was just, it was full of athletics. It was full of being part of a team and being surrounded by amazing girls then, but now women who I'm still very close with. Um, I had an amazing family growing up. It was just like, I was so lucky. And now I, I really understand how, how lucky and how grateful that I am for that experience. When I was in my early twenties, my father um, was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer and he was given six months to live. And he was an incredible man. And six months later he was gone. That was tough and it still is tough, but I needed to find something to to kind of get me through and keep pushing. And it was always exercise. Like it always came back to that because the benefits of it, like the physical benefits were nice. And I'll touch upon that in a little bit, but it was always the mental benefits for me that kept bringing me back. And so later on in life, um, after that, I, I went through a very nasty divorce and through that, it was again, very tough and stressful. And again, exercise was the thing that, that got me through you know, that tough time, just, just because I, it was the absolutely the right thing. Um, but for my kids, just it, I had to just be strong and be there for them. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was tough thing. I'm very, very lucky to have an amazing boyfriend through it all. Um, Chris Tiber from Chris fit is my boyfriend. He was always very, very supportive of just me and my dreams. And he's mm-hmm. actually the reason why I stepped into this fitness world to begin with. And so very grateful for him and all of the support that he's giving me, given me. So it seems like As I go through life, although I've had all of these struggles, there were always silver linings. There was always something to help to get me through. And so exercise was that thing to help. Like it was always there for me. I could always count on it and I could always count on it making me feel better, even if it was just temporarily. Mm-hmm. And it got me through to that next thing. So, so that's kind of my life story. I don't want you to, to everyone to think that it was always, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Cause it's, it's definitely not, but just the importance of, of having exercise mm-hmm. for something more than just physical benefits. That's really yeah. what it's about. So that was your coping mechanism, but I'm guessing, you know, when you were young and you were going through sports, um, you didn't realize that you were using exercise to cope. You were, I mean, it was just what you did. You played sports, yeah. right? So that was just yeah. your life. And you didn't know, you know, fast forward 20 years, that was going to be the thing that, that got you through some really hard times. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I always knew that as a kid, like it, it made me feel really good though. Like I love just going there and being part of something and like hanging out with amazing women. Like I know that Andrea Castrino wrote a, a beautiful blog post for you last week. And she she's did. one of my oldest and dearest friends. We've played soccer together since we were young and we're still like very tight and growing mm-hmm. together in this way. And it's just so cool. Those are all of the women who I played sports with as a kid, like I'm still the closest with them. Neat. I think that the natural endorphins released during exercise, certainly. And you didn't know that was going on either. Again, when you're young, no, 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 you're just, you're just doing what feels good. Right. Yeah. I think that's why sports is so important, whether or not they're star athletes, you know, that positive experience with exercise, look what, look where it led you. Oh my gosh. You know, and you know, there's another, there's a whole other half of us 
that hated exercise in school or did, you know, we didn't play competitively or I was always overweight. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't playing. So it wasn't something I liked, but to frame it in a different way for a child, look what that can turn into. And I mean, I think- At this point, we know we can't ignore that we need movement to be healthy for optimal health. So we've got to, we've got to start the littles young. Yeah. Even if it's a dance party every day, totally acceptable. (laughs) Um, So, all right. So, so my next question was, how did you come to love exercise? But we've already gone through that. Um, It's clearly in your DNA. It's clearly in your blood. Did you ever suffer from weight or body image issues growing up or even as an adult? It's funny because you don't realize that you have, or at least for me, I don't want to make it a general statement, but I didn't realize that I had body image issues until I was older. Mm -hmm. And then you look back on some pictures and that I know, I remember feeling like, I remember feeling, and I hate to say this word, but I remember feeling like gross. Like I remember feeling puffy. Now I look back on that picture and I'm like, Maria, like you're crazy. <laughs> so I think amazing. body dysmorphia is definitely a thing. Um, and it is, it's, it's definitely something that it doesn't really arrive. Like you're not made known of it until you have that, that moment where you look back on something you're like, Oh my gosh, like look at that. And I remember feeling a certain way, but, but really look at that. <laughs> Like I had a six pack. What was wrong with me? What was I thinking? But it's all that silent, silent, subliminal stuff that is just, it's embedded in our culture, unfortunately. And Mm -hmm. we've talked a lot about that during this series. Um, I, I just don't think you can avoid it. I really don't. I don't know how a young woman grows up without suffering some degree of body dysmorphia. Yes. Um, So I have two kids and I've had two C-sections and with my first, I gained 64 pounds. Now I started at 108 pounds. So like that was a lot of weights to carry and to to gain in nine months. So that took me about a year and a half to lose. So I obviously gained weight with a child, but Mm -hmm. I was left with a lot of excess weight that I had to, I had to do something about Mm -hmm. because I didn't definitely didn't feel like myself with my second child. I gained 42 pounds, a little bit more modest there, (laughs) but still it's, it's a lot of weight. And, um, that one took me a year to get back to, to my, um, pre-pregnancy weight. However, after, after Luca was my second, I was in the best shape of my life. I know you mentioned that earlier and it was, I was, I even shocked myself. Like after that year, I couldn't believe it. Seeing the picture, like the side by side of on his first birthday compared to the date of his birth, it was insane. So I'm pretty proud of, of that. That was some hard work, but yeah. it also mentally got me through that newborn stage as well. Yeah. Cause that, that's pretty rough. So again, you used exercise in a really positive way. You know, a lot of women are thinking I'm so tired or, you know, I'm not really good at this mother thing, you know, adding exercise onto their plate is just daunting, right? They think of it as yes. something they have to do, but don't have time to do and don't feel like doing, but what a, a, another way to cope and just recharge yourself that way. So why, why is exercise important? Why do we need it? Um, so we've talked about, this is my take on it. We talked about the physical benefits, obviously being nice, but that's actually secondary in my mind, hmm. because for me, it's everything else that comes along with it. That is the reason why it's so important. So if I look at just the physical benefits, obviously we're looking to increase 
increase our cardiovascular health. We're looking to increase lean muscle tissue through strength training. And I mean, there's a lot of benefits that, that are there when you strength train. So you're looking to lose fat. So we're looking for fat loss and then we're looking to gain lean muscle tissue. And with that, so many great health benefits come, but it's a domino effect. There's so much more than that. And so it's really the mental gains. Like I talked about that, that are inevitable. They just happen. Even if you just carve out that 30 minutes, when you get the chance, Mm -hmm. um, you feel better just in 30 minutes. That's it. That's all it takes. Um, So the mental health, I think is huge. Those benefits are great. And then obviously nutrition, when you take the time to work hard and to get a good workout in, Mm -hmm you're less likely to blow it with your nutrition for the rest of the day because you're on that endorphin high and you're feeling great and you want to keep it rolling. And you realize that, man, if I put all that work in, I really don't want to blow it with this one thing. Like maybe I can make a better choice. And so just having trying to just change those patterns is, mm-hmm. is huge. And that's why it's all about habits for me with my clients, but we always start with exercise because mm-hmm. once you have that habit down and it's ingrained in you, all the other stuff, just, it flows. Mm-hmm. You know, the physical benefits, I think we, they're not up for debate. We know they exist, right? I mean, yeah. there's a yeah. ton of data and literature on physical benefits of exercise. And we know that we're going to live a longer, healthier life when we do it. But So many of us, you know, we think of exercise as something that we have to work super hard at, right? And so maybe we've tried in the past and failed, or we're doing workouts we can't keep up with, or we just have this this perception that unless we're doing a a 50-minute hit workout, that it's not any good, you know, right. I mean, and I'm, I'm speaking for me here because that's, <laughs> yes, that's been my whole life. I have, I have exercised for the sole purpose of losing weight. And I, I wasn't even, you know, sure. I was getting mental benefits from it, but I was actually ignoring them. You know, I was trying to lose weight. And so I always felt I had to work out hard and I developed such a negative relationship with exercise because of it. It just, it, it breaks my heart when I look back at three and a half decades of my life, despising exercise when now I'm learning so much and, and my mind has really, really become open to knowing that I don't need to do that in order to get the physical and mental benefits from it. So yes, you went into it with the wrong mindset. You went into it already negative. You're doing it out of shame to lose weight because you felt bad about where you were at when that may have been the the starting point, but you could have shifted that mindset. You're doing it now because you can. And if you lose weight, great. But like Mm -hmm. you're doing it now because you can Mm -hmm. still move and because Mm -hmm. it'll make you feel great. It's that simple. And then from there, you just let it all trickle down. Wow. It really is that simple because the way you feel when you're done, whether it's just the sense of accomplishment or if it was 30 minutes of say a yoga workout that got you meditative or more aware, you're automatically better and you will feel better. I, I I can't imagine that you won't when you're done with the workout. You got it. So before we talk about some more misconceptions, we had touched on exercise for weight loss, because that was one of the reasons uh, I had told you, you know, that was my starting point. I do not have a healthy relationship with exercise. Um, But I think a lot of people are like me that started with exercise to lose weight. So we shouldn't be exercising for weight loss, should we? Or 
So, I mean, all right. So technically speaking, should we exercise for weight loss? Yes. Exercising is a, is a great thing. If you're looking, if you're looking to lose some weight, Mm -hmm. if you're looking for fat loss, you have to make sure you're strength training. So weight loss and fat loss are very different. If you're looking for just weight loss, you, you can lose muscle along with the fat and the water. And you want to make sure that, that you're strength training so that you are trying to preserve the muscle that you have and trying to gain more lean muscle tissue, but you're really trying to promote just losing the fat. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple of things that go into that, but so yes, if you're looking to lose weight, yes, you should be exercising. If you're not looking to lose weight, yes, you should be exercising. So it's kind of like a catch 22. It's always, we a should yes. ex- <laughs> yeah, we should exercise because we, we can, and because it feels good and it will make you a better human. So that's my answer to that, I guess. Sounds good. Um, let's talk about some of the misconceptions about exercise, uh, one being the one that we touched on that you have to do a really hard, difficult, intense workout to get a benefit from. Um, yes. So my workouts are 30 minutes long, um, that I, I do a monthly workout challenge. Um, I, I work with ladies only, sorry, (laughs) for any males (laughs) who aren't listening. (laughs) Um, I feel like I have a very deep connection with women. I have been surrounded by them for my whole life. I came from a family of three girls and, and I went to an all girls high school, which was amazing. And I just, I have a deep connection for working with women and helping women. And I think because I've been through a lot, I understand a lot. And, Mm -hmm. and sometimes, sometimes men just don't get some of the struggles that women are going through. There are times when I, I just feel like a, a woman will get it quicker and easier and we can just push through. Sometimes that happens especially in my group coaching. So I like to focus on, on just working with women. And in my monthly challenges, we have three, I challenge women to do three workouts per week and it is strength training and cardio all in one in 30 to 40 minutes. And so they're looking to get in 12 workouts for the month. And when they see that they're like, Oh yeah, I could do that. I can carve out 30 to 40 minutes, three times a week. Yeah. Let's sign me up. It turns out like that there's usually a handful of women who can't do it. And so then we, we go back and, you know, just the importance of taking time to that 30 minutes, carving it out for yourself. And especially with women, there's, there's a lot of capacity with women. We can handle a lot and we can pile on more stuff. Even when we think we're full, it's, you have to make the time. You can't just think that the time that you've already created or that the time that you have, you're going to find 30 minutes in your day to exercise. Most likely you're not, you have to make it. So it's looking at the habit of getting up an hour earlier, even if you're a new mom, or let's say your baby just started sleeping through the night, you can do it because you know what, you will have more energy throughout the day. If you take that half an hour for yourself and get up early, I know it sounds a little bit counterproductive, but it works. I've lived it and experienced it. So I think you can get a really good workout in, in a very short amount of time. So 30 minutes, three times a week and intensity wise, it doesn't have to be something that kills us. No, it doesn't have to be something that kills you. I mean, my, my ladies will tell you that I push them. I absolutely push them. And the cool thing is there are women in there who are 50, 60, 70, who have not worked out in a very long time. Mm -hmm. And they're just looking to get back into it and they can do it. 
And there are 20 year olds in there who are fit and going to the gym regularly and they can do it too. And everybody is, you can push yourself, right? So everyone is feeling like they had a great workout after those 30 to 40 minutes, because you can push yourself in different ways and achieve progressive overload in different ways. I think that is one of the really important things to try and undo some of the negative, the negative thoughts around exercise is knowing that, you know, it doesn't matter your age, your expertise, your level, just get in there and start do yeah. right. Um, yes. it, it can be a mild intensity, moderate. So I would imagine your workouts contain the ability to ramp it up if you wanted to, right? Like you could add heavier weights or do more reps or something like that. Right. Yes. Yes. And, and then you could also just alter the rest time that we have mm-hmm. as well. So there's many different ways and The cool thing is I walk them through it all. So Mm -hmm. it's really nice because I would, I say throughout the workout, if you want to make this more difficult, do this, you want to make it easier, do this. Mm -hmm. And, um, I have the opportunity to do that for them, which is really cool. So where does someone start if they've never exercised, you know, and they've just been dreading it like their whole lives. And they've always said, I can't do it. I can't. And they get to this point where they say, you know what? Um, I want to feel better. I'm going to make a choice and I'm going to, I'm going to start incorporating exercise into my life. Where would that person start? I think, um, building the habit of moving 30 minutes every single day. Mm-hmm. It's huge. No matter what it is, even if it's stretching, if it's yoga, if it's, um, going for a walk, what mm-hmm. having a dance party, like I said before, just start to build that habit of just moving 30 minutes a day and then join my workout challenge. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because really there are so many women who have not even done it before at all. And mm-hmm. after the first workout, they message me and they say, you made it so clear and so easy. And I felt like I could do it. Like you explained it all so well. And I think that I'm lucky because I have this background in teaching, whereas I really, I know how to break stuff down. And I, I know what people would typically struggle with. I know different um, like misconceptions or different common errors or mistakes that Mm -hmm. people would make on certain exercises. So I make sure I go through form on every single exercise every single time. And I make sure that I give women the cues as they're doing them, because sometimes we forget to keep our core tight, or sometimes we forget to keep our chest up or our shoulders sneak up. So all of these things, I, I walk them through the whole thing. All they have to do is press play. I think that's the beauty in it because we have so much to think about as women, when we're creating self-care time for ourselves, Mm -hmm. we don't want to have to think about something else to do. So this is, I just take the thinking right out of it. I was a sneaky ninja and I did one of your workouts. One of the, <laughs> I did one of the free. That's workouts. awesome. I think it was from right in the beginning of the pandemic when things had closed down and you had, you were doing workouts, I think on Friday mornings, very, very early. I was. I was <laughs> sneaky ninja and I, I did one of your workouts and Aww. you are absolutely correct. You are a fantastic teacher and the pace was extremely manageable and uh, everything was, was explained very, very well. And I would not have done a workout that day with weights because I avoid weights like as much as I can, you know? Oh no, I do. I, you. <laughs> I do. I know I need them, especially girls my age, you know, um, I need, we, yes. I know, I know that that's what I need to be doing for bone health. Um, at least two. Yes 
workouts a week with weights. That's right. Um, yeah, you were fantastic. Excellent. Excellent teacher. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And that's, that's funny that you said that because women are no- notorious for being cardio queens. That's what I call them. <laughs> hey, um, I was raised on the 20 minute workout on Fox that that? you were probably too young. Yeah. So I, cardio was always something that I felt I had to do more than anything else because for me, it was always about weight loss. So I never did any other form of exercise, just the extreme punishing kind. (laughs) Yeah. Fat loss, fat loss. That's what we're going for now. (laughs) So you mentioned, you know, just get in there, start, do it every day because we want to make it, we want to make it a permanent thing, right? It shouldn't yes. be a, just a goal related. Like I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever. It should be something that we need to do every day, like brushing our teeth. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, okay. And that's what I talk about all of the habits. We work, work on only one at a time. Mm-hmm. And so we start with exercise and once a habit is as automatic as brushing your teeth. I literally say that as automatic as brushing your teeth, you're ready for the next one. Let's figure out what the next one is for you. And, and that's it that we just keep building and building and building because we're looking for the lifetime change. We're not looking for an easy fix Mm -hmm. because fast never lasts. That's what I like to say. Um, And the other thing is practice. We, I always like heard growing up that practice makes perfect, but in reality, practice will never, ever, ever make perfect practice will make permanent. And that's what I I like to focus on with them. Just practice the habit. Every single chance you get, just practice the habit. That's why I'm saying like 30 minutes, if it's a dance party, if it's stretching, if it's foam rolling, whatever you are practicing the habit, it's one more check mark off. And every time that you practice the habit, you're making it more automatic. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of how we like to look at it. That's where the win is when it Mm -hmm. becomes so much a part of your life that it's not it's not work. No. It's something you do. It's something you do every day, like getting dressed and you need it almost for survival. You wouldn't go outside without your clothes. Well, you wouldn't continue on your day without your movement. Yeah, that's right. So you mentioned nutrition and you mm-hmm. mentioned muscle loss, fat loss, weight loss, that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm guessing this is why we want to work with a professional. This is why we want to work with a coach, whether it be individual or group, what obviously you're going to, you'd agree, right? So there are so yes. many benefits to working with a coach. What, what other benefits? Yeah. I mean, whether it's a personal trainer in person or in the online space, or if you're looking to work with a nutritionist, I know um, Chris has an amazing like masters in sports nutrition. You want to find somebody who knows their stuff. You know, there's so much stuff. There's so much, can I say crap? There's so much crap out there (laughs) with fitness and nutrition. And I cringe when I see it because women fall for it they'll fall for it every single time because we have so much on our plates that they they're looking for that quick fix. Like they want it gone now. And I get that feeling, but fast doesn't last. And you're going to end up, if you lose all that weight very fast, not doing it the right way and not strength training and not getting your protein in, then once you start, once you gain it all back, which you will, because you've, if you've lost weight that fast, you have cut something out, right? Mm -hmm. And once you gain it all back, you are going to be in a worse spot 
than you started with. Your body composition won't be the same as it was when you started. And then you're going to have to put more work in. So it's a vicious cycle. And I think just allowing women to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. It's very important to, to hire somebody to help you through it. Even if it's just for, you know, six weeks or whatever, right. To, to learn the basic principles of nutrition during exercise and, and during weight loss and learn good form, yes. those kinds of things. So it doesn't yeah. have to be a two-year commitment, right? No, it absolutely yeah. doesn't. Um, there are people who who like that though, once they start, they're hooked because I think, as I mentioned before, we don't want one more thing to think about. And people really like that. They like to just show up to a gym and have uh, a professional there waiting for them, telling them exactly what they're going to be doing. So they can just do it and not think about it and enjoy it. There's definitely value in that for sure. Definitely. That's super important. I think too, you know, working with a professional, you're going to have better results. And so you're going to be less discouraged and you're going to be more likely to stick with it. Um, because Mm -hmm. so, so many of us are doing things on our own without professional direction and, you know, we're either going too fast or we're, we're losing muscle or we're not losing anything and we just stop, Yes, you know? So, so there's another benefit, I think. Yes. And And especially like, if you look on Instagram now, like you can find a million different workouts of just random people, like fitness bloggers posting what they do for exercise every day. And that might not be the best workout. It might not be the best approach. So if you only have a half an hour for your day and you're looking to reach these goals, Mm-hmm. just because that workout is free doesn't mean that it's, it's a good one to do. And I think people jump on that. They're like, Oh, well, she's a, she's an Instagram blogger. She has over a million followers. She looks fantastic. She, she must, must know what she's doing. She must know what she's doing. <laughs> it must be good for me. Right. <laughs> um, so just be aware, buyer beware on that. Um, you should definitely find a professional who resonates with yeah. you and your mission and it just takes your history and takes your starting point and takes where you want to go mm-hmm. all into account. Like make sure that that person hears you mm-hmm. and sees you and, and develops a plan just for you. Right. You don't want anything that's just cookie cutter. Can, you know, we get the same benefits from, from group fitness and group coaching. Yeah, I think absolutely. As long as, as long as the instructor is willing to see the people in the group. Mm-hmm. And not just say, no, this is what we're doing for everyone. Um, like I know in, in my workouts, I, I make sure that I always talk about different workout accommodations. If you have certain injuries or if you don't have the equipment, like I always provide different alternatives and I work out at Chris fit. I take Chris's kettlebell classes and, um, same for him. Like he always, even if in the in a group setting, which is so powerful because I come from that athletic background. Like I Mm -hmm. thrive in that situation. Mm -hmm. He always is, you know, walking around correcting form and giving people who have injuries, like alternate exercises. So just making sure that whoever the instructor is, is really just providing feedback for everyone in the group. When we do get back to, um, you know, gyms at the regular capacity, and we have the option to go in and do group classes. Why should we try those? Why should we try Ooh, those? There's, there's so workout. 
<laughs> they are so fun. Um, so Chris is Chris actually has his classes going on right now, his group classes. So if you wanted to, and if you were local in Niagara Falls, definitely check those out there. They are amazing. He is actually writing my workouts for this March challenge. And so if, if you're in that, they, all of these ladies already know, but if you're in that, my workouts are 30 to 40 minutes and his workouts are more in the hour range there. So it's just amping it up another level kind of, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Why should you check them out? Oh, Cause they're awesome. There is so much power in numbers. And when people come together mm-hmm. in a group setting, all they're in a positive mind frame to, to really just push themselves a little bit further Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so powerful. Like you feel it in the room and you, everyone just pushes themselves. Everyone is very encouraging. It's, it's a really cool atmosphere. I can't speak to every gym and to every group setting. I don't know that they're the same, but I can definitely speak to that one. And it's awesome. Sounds great. Yes. I think one of the reasons we're always looking for that quick fix too, just to back up or backtrack to that for a second is, um, you know, we are we're really desperate to feel better. We're desperate, you know, Um, we're tired, we're stressed, you know, we, we want to feel better and we're just, that's why we get sucked into the dumb crap on Instagram because scrolling. Yes. And we look in and we're like, Oh, Oh yeah, I need that. I need that. You know, because we're just, we really, there is a trend I'm noticing Mm -hmm. at least in, in my circle and my community where people are, are listening to themselves a little bit more and they're realizing, you know, I want to feel better. We've been forced to slow down a little bit and we don't like what, what we see and what we feel and, and we want to feel better. So I, we do want to, we want to do good things for ourselves, but I think there's a moment where you want it. And then there's a moment where you decide and you say, I I need to do something about this. You know, I can't, I can't just sit here and think it anymore. Yep. You know? Yep. So for sure. And I think that, um, just to piggyback on that, we believe for some reason that it's going to take really long if we do it the right way. And the reality is, like I mentioned before, after one workout, you mentally feel better. And after two weeks of working out, you feel a difference in your strength. Like you feel an increase in strength. Every Mm -hmm. single woman who is in my challenge says that after two weeks, they say, I was able to do things I wasn't able to do the first day. Yes. Like, and so if you just look for those mini wins, Mm -hmm. you will see the change and you'll see the positive. But if you're, if you're focused on the change that you're not seeing right away, you'll never see it. Even if you lose 20 pounds, all of those things, just focusing on the positive. And it's something that I have my ladies do in group coaching is at Mm -hmm. the end of every day, they, they write down five things that they're grateful for that day. And it's not big things. It's not like, Oh, my husband or my my grandkids. Yeah. It's, it's little tiny things. I carved 30 minutes out for myself today and it felt awesome. Um, especially because I didn't feel like doing it, but I did it anyways. That's one. Um, another one could be the sun was shining today. Haven't seen it in a week. And I sat in a chair inside my house, right in front of the window or right behind the window and just let it hit my face. And it felt amazing. Like just look for all of those positives. And you have to do it at the end of the day because it, it forces you to look for them throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then if you're always focused on, Ooh, that was a positive. I could write that down later. Like if you're always looking for them, then you'll 
all you will do is see them. So it's, it's kind of a cool practice. What you just described is, is therapy. And it's, it's really, um, it, we could lament all day long about the negatives, right? I mean, oh yeah. There's Everybody's a lot. <laughs> got a, a, a handful. So yeah, I love that. Well, tell us more about Maria V Fitness. Are you sticking Ooh, with the name? I am. Okay. Stick with it. Maria All V. Right. Yeah. So MV, those initials run deep in my family. My, my dad was one of six boys. And all of their initials were MV and my grandparents, same initials MV. And I have mm-hmm. a handful of cousins who are MV. All my sisters are MV. It's really cool. So I had to go with that, that it's strong. It's MV is it runs deep. Yeah. I'm sticking with the Maria V fitness. So my role there, um, obviously owner, which is so fun to say, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Owner of Maria V fitness. Um, and so I have a couple different tiers that I do with women. And the first one is free. I have a free group on Facebook that is just full of awesomeness. It has like 20 free workouts. As you mentioned, Carm, during COVID, I would wake up really early on Friday mornings and I would film live workouts for women completely free. Very They'll be generous. there forever. So if you could replay them all you want. So if someone is looking to start somewhere, start there. Those are awesome workouts and they're free and there's 20 of them. So help yourself. Very generous. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, thanks. It was, it was a really great time. And again, it was just as important for my mental health to do that mm-hmm. as it was for others. So I needed that like sense of community. Um, so I have this free group um, in Facebook and there's that level. There's also like free trainings in there. I did a protein training in there. Um, um, there's lots of recipes in there. I do a habit per week in there that we all focus on. So it's a habit challenge every Monday I launch it. And uh, what else we do? We just have a lot of fun. It's a good time in there. Very, it's an awesome support system. It's a busy group. Um, you have a lot, I mean, you really do, uh, serve up a lot of content in that group, a lot of free content and you have great interaction and a ton of people in that group. It's congratulations. I have some vetted questions in there too, in order to get in. So I make sure that they're all like in a positive mindset. I want to fill it with just positive women who are looking to make a positive change in their life. Yeah. Everyone in there is awesome. I love it. I just want to have a big Maria V party one day. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. The next level up would be my monthly workout challenges, which are super fun. It is all virtual. So you can do it from anywhere. Like there is a woman who is visiting her son right now in in Georgia and She's like, I love that I could just bring you with me. And I got my workouts in. It was just so cool. There's that. That is the next level. Those happen every single month. They launch two weeks before for a pre-registration and they all of them have sold out so far. So I'm so blessed and lucky. And hopefully that will just continue to, to thrive. That's selling out because of you. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, after that, then we get into the real change, the good stuff. And these two things are they're high ticket offers because you get me, you get all of me, you get all of my mindset training, you get all of my nutrition training. It's basically crash courses of everything that I know in eight weeks. And so the next level up is group coaching with me. I only do it two to three times a year. I include 10 women, again, all vetted. Like I make sure that I have all the right women who are in there who are like each other. So now they're not only positive women looking for a positive change, but they have to have, they have to have a connection with each other somehow. So there's a 
lots of phone conversations, interviews, and I make sure that they all have a piece to connect to each other. And Mm -hmm. so they create this really tight knit group of women who continue to support each other even after our group coaching is over. Mm -hmm. For group coaching, I do a live training every single week. We work on one habit each week of the eight weeks Mm -hmm. and we set goals and we talk about struggles. We troubleshoot them together. We, um, celebrate our wins. And it's just awesome. So we go through exercise, nutrition, all of the different macronutrients and what they do for your body. We go through stress, sleep, and mindset work is embedded into each week. So it's really cool. It's awesome. It's just so fun. And then after that, I have one-on-one coaching, which I only take on one client at a time. And um, that eats up a lot of my time because again, I I make sure that it's very individualized for that person. But I highly recommend group coaching because we know the benefits of women being in a group. Mm -hmm. And that that power together is just it's massive and it goes on for a very long time. It doesn't stop there. Well, when women get vulnerable around each other, amazing (gasps) things happen, right? I mean, that's, that is where the money is right there. And I don't mean the actual money. I just mean, that is, I know what you mean. There's some big stuff to gain there because we are living in an Instagrammably perfect world. And when someone is getting vulnerable and ugly and sweaty and, you know, exposing all of their insecurities and, you know, the things they don't know and the things they're afraid of with each other, it's, it's amazing what happens. Um, Mm -hmm. It really is. I mean, those groups cause major breakthroughs for people. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. There's lots of tears. And then it's followed up a couple of weeks later with massive wins. Mm. And it's all because they broke down and they got vulnerable and Mm. they let it out. And then they were able to just take off. Mm. And it's so cool to see it. I have the chills right now because I'm just so lucky to like be a part of it and very small part in it just to bring it out. It's really cool. Yeah. To be there to facilitate it. Yeah. It's a privilege. It is. Maria, how do my listeners find you? Ooh. All right. So I have a, that free Facebook group is probably the best place to find me. I hang out in there a lot. It's called creating healthy comma, strong, comma, and confident women with Maria V. So it's kind of a mouthful, but I wanted to make sure I captured what happens in there. And so um, that's free. Obviously, you can always friend request me on Facebook too. My name is Maria Violanti, or you can email me at uh, Maria V Fit the number eight at gmail.com. So any of those are great ways to get in touch. Okay, I'm gonna put um, the link to the Facebook group on the podcast description. Perfect. And, okay. And if people went there, um, I can, I'll assume that they can find all your other information there too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or even okay. message me. I, I love hearing from, um, from women who are, are looking for a change. So I'll be there for you. Just message me, reach out. Well, you are a lovely soul and we are are so lucky that you have dedicated yourself for us, to us, the women in your community and um, the people that you're reaching. So thank you so much for demystifying a lot of this exercise stuff for us today and helping us reframe it 
to something positive. I'm sure that you spoke to a lot of women today. I know, I know you did to me. So thank um, you. And hopefully someday we're going to meet in person. Yes. After COVID's (laughs) over, we are definitely meeting in person. Yes. You're going to have that big grand reopening or something. I hope. Woohoo. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. And thank you listeners for tuning in today. And uh, this girl puts out is officially signing off. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And for more stories about real-life women, visit thisgirlputsout.com.